Okay. And we're live here on Facebook. I'd like to welcome those listening in podcast land and also checking us out on uh, YouTube. But most importantly, welcome to a Friday night. The scotch is good. Rich is here. Mm-hmm. Rich, yep. how you doing today? I'm doing good. Looking forward to a um, to a fun-filled fantasy weekend. There's uh, yeah. two drafts this weekend, so which, which is a good lead-in for the probably the main topic of our show, which is talking fantasy football. Always a little on edge on how much I want to talk fantasy football. Yeah, it hurt with, me last year. Coming up, <laughs> somebody stole my player. Yeah. I wonder who that could be, Rich. Who stole my player? Pretty... I don't think that was the year that, that I don't I don't think it was last year that, that that you got a player stolen because of our 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 discussion, but hopefully that doesn't happen this year. I don't know. We'll see what I discuss this year. Anyway, yeah. but well, besides fantasy football, Mike, what else are we talking about? Uh, we have uh baseball to talk about, kind of, I guess, if we have mm-hmm. to, I suppose. I don't really want The discussions to. are getting shorter and shorter. Yeah. Uh, we're going to spend some time in NAS- in the NASCAR corner this week. We Good. have some stuff to discuss. Uh, Rich, you you picked on uh, fantasy or on fantasy f- football. Uh, is there anything else you want to discuss today before we uh, do that thing we do? Um, no, I guess I didn't get a chance. You didn't get a chance to tell the folks how you're doing now. Oh, I'm doing great. Like I said, Doing I got good? the I got the scotch right there, so you know. Okay. I might get looser as the night goes on, but I try not to let that affect me. So folks, you know what it's time for. Say it with me. It's time to roll the intro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa. This is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. Okay, we're back. First thing we do every week, folks, it's time for the poll question. Rich, where else should the MLB host special events? All right, so your choices that we had, we had, I don't think, we had one person add to the poll, you added... Buffalo, New York, side of the natural, I guess. Yep. Okay. Even I didn't though vote the MLB, for it. Okay. Even though the even though baseball did host maybe like a season and a quarter, that sixty game schedule and a hand maybe a month's worth of games in Buffalo, New York this year, as the temporary home of the Buffalo Blue Jays, but not as a homage to the movie. Okay. All right, so so that's why I did not include Major League because they okay. played, they played in the, the exterior shots were the old Cleveland Municipal Stadium, which is torn down, and the interior was County Stadium in Milwaukee, which has since been torn down, and then in Major League Two, they did, um, Jacobs Field, Jacobs Field for exterior, Canman Yards for interior. So okay. that's why I didn't include it. So. And that's fine. I'm not upset about it. I just, it was an idea. 
Um, okay, so you added that, and then we had um, Cooperstown, New York, for the hall for maybe a possible Hall of Fame game. Um, Omaha, Nebraska, for a possible uh, game around the College World Series. Yep. Uh, we did a Sandlot-inspired field, and we did Rockford, Illinois, for maybe um, the Rockford Peaches of the from a league of their own. I liked that one a lot. I really yeah. did. Yeah, I don't know if they shot if they shot in Rockford, Illinois, but I mean, what, why not put up a temporary stadium in Rockford, Illinois that looks a lot like the from the movie A League of Their Own? Yeah, um, something that you and I discussed last week that I don't know that we discussed on air, but mm-hmm. why not put why not tell every team they have to play one team one game in one of not everyone but one of their minor league affiliate yeah yeah i i I still like that idea yeah bring the team for a one-off game or maybe even do an entire series while the minor league team is on on the road yeah i mean could you imagine john o'donnell stadium hosting the the royals it'd be fun to see yeah and you could do it royals socks it could be it's like the halfway point of the two kind of not really Mm -hmm. but you know yeah You'd be able to sell a lot of tickets doing something like that, or even oh, going yeah. into the. You know, well, I mean, why not the Chicago Cubs going out to Des Moines for it for a for a three game set? See, that's and and honestly, that's where the Iowa game for Chicago should be. In my opinion, but you know, okay. Um, so, so I so, just cool. changed oh. my vote because we were tied. Okay. I didn't realize we were tied. I changed okay. my vote. And I'm, I'm, oh man, I like this. I like the Sandlot I inspired, but honestly, for baseball purposes, Cooperstown, New York gets my vote. Yeah, that's where I voted too. I mean, you, you have enough teams that are in the Northwest portion oh, yeah. of the United States that you could easily yeah. shift one of those home games for one of those teams to, to, to play their, play that one home game around hall of on hall of fame weekend oh yeah that would be i honestly that would be a great spot to do it that would be an awesome way to host the games uh i really do think that's a that's a good call on that the sandlot inspired thing is a great concept but to get the real feel of the game as the sandlot there's no fans anyway mm-hmm. so, so here's another one i i i Kind of, I kind of wish I would have added this to the poll, but like, um, one of the articles that I read suggested that I mean they built up an entire temporary stadium, I think at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, once for a yeah. one-off game. Why not build a stadium right in New York City in Central Park? I I've heard that one, and that's a great idea too. I like it. All I'm right, not... so uh, we had a shout out. Uh, you've got your, you've got multiple screens there. Yep. Um, I believe our buddy Adam Heath had a comment on the poll. Um, yeah, he did. He said, I don't think Omaha or Cooperstown will would draw much. They already ha- do a Hall of Fame game, and no one really cares. So I agree with some of what he's saying there. The difference is, though, and this is what I, this is what I pointed out. I said, Adam, uh, but a regular season game that meant something. Yeah, and I'd have to agree with you on that too. I mean, they 
everything that I read on about the Hall of Fame game is that yes, they brought in major league teams to play uh, play a game there, but it was always an exhibition game. It right. never counted. Right. So may so they either did it around spring training, or they brought two teams in for to play an exhibition game on Hall of Fame weekend. Yeah, it, it make it count for something, and I like it. So that's my All right. two cents. All right, Mike. So what is our poll this week? So uh, Rich wants me to explain it uh, kind of um, and then give you a couple of ideas, mostly because okay. this is my poll. I think that's what you were looking for, right? Yeah. And I scheduled it, I think. I don't remember what all I put on it, though. I should probably go find that real quick. Um, this week's poll question is going to be, how does the NFL make a play like the Field of Dreams type games? So um, let me get to it because I think I put the poll together. Basically, the Hall of Fame game that actually matters, right? That's one. Um, okay. One that I thought was why not have it at the site of the first championship game ever in the NFL. Which, for folks, if you've never listened to our show, is Douglas Park in Rock Island, Illinois. Yeah. That, to me, sounds like a great... I mean, other than the fact that it's a Quad City thing, like, it's, in general, to me, uh, that... Oh, apparently I did not create the post. Good thing I'm looking. Um, to me, I it just... It seems like it would be a great place to do it. Um, I also thought, I mean, a, a Vegas would have been the other spot that everybody would have shouted, but now there's a team in Vegas. So mm -hmm. um, they already do the London game. Um, why not in the Rose Bowl? Okay. The side of a couple Super Bowls. Yeah. Before the Super Bowl got really big. Yeah. And they had to have it in the mega stadiums, in the bigger stadiums. Um, in the warm weather. Yeah, I like the Rose Bowl idea. I mean, do you go to some of these lar big, large college football stadiums that don't have norm that wouldn't normally see an NFL game? Do you go to Alabama uh, and play play at Bryant Denny, go up to the big house in Michigan? Do you go to Kinnick? Yeah, Kinnick. The one and I, and and I'm gonna put on the poll. I'm gonna put Kinnick on the poll. Okay. Um, I'm also, uh, the, a hall of fame game that counts. So Mike, I already know my answer. I'm not going to share it with you, but I think it's going to surprise you though. Um, I, I just had another one that I thought, Oh, uh, West point. Okay. Um, but the one that I'm going to put the, I'm putting four options. West Point okay. is not one of them. Um, the one that I'm going to put, Bristol Motor Speedway. Okay. You put a football field in the middle of the NASCAR, in the middle of the NASCAR track. It holds 100,000 people. It would be, I mean, the stadium itself would be like an actual football stadium. They have the giant screen. They have all the stuff you need. It'd just be at a race car track. Okay. All right. So that poll's probably going to go live as soon as Mikey presses the button here, live on air. So watch for that. And uh, no, I'm going to schedule it for tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. 
and I mean, why don't you give them the option to to add an option to the poll as well? Okay. And we'll see, or leave a comment just like Adam Heath did, and you can get a shout out. Um, I will put. Uh, I, I'm going to put in Kinnick uh, a college field in parentheses. They or all count as Kinnick or a college field. Okay, that's fair. Okay, just because to do it any other way, like that's just not going to work. So. Okay, um, I look forward to the discussion for next week, Rich. I don't. I think I know that you're not going to say Douglas Park. I think you're going to say that's too local. Uh, I think your. I think yours is probably the Hall of Fame game that counts. That's just my guess. You got a good poker face. We'll see. There. We'll see. Okay. I, I have a terrible poker face, but yeah, whatever you say, Mike. Okay. Tomorrow. All right. Noon. Schedule. All right. Watch for that to go live. All right, Mike, so let's talk some baseball. Um, Do we have to? It'll be real quick. Quick I mean, and painful, like pulling week, off the Band-Aid. Last week was so great. We talked about the Field of Dreams game, and it was an enjoyable baseball conversation. Now we have to talk about the fact that the Cubs went 2-4. and four against This is some... a lot better than they did last week. I need another drink. Yeah. Two and four show to show fifty five and seventy overall. Yeah, this it, it doesn't look like they're gonna finish last in the division, but it mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna get above fourth either. I don't think they're gonna climb into third place either. Yeah. I, I don't uh, a team that had so much promise looking like a team that is just I mean, it turned into a dumpster fire and now it's it's triple A ball. So, so here's a question, Mike. Are you ro- almost rooting for them to maybe lose? No. So they can have a higher draft pick. I at this point, we're not going to get a high enough draft pick to to make it really worthwhile. And draft picks, unless you have someone that is a number one Hall of Famer, like off the bat, unless you have the number one or number two spots. Draft picks don't matter. Okay, I, I, it's it's just a question that if, if, at least if you're gonna lose, no, get above there, get get a pick, get as high a draft pick as you can. But I, I'm I'm not rooting for them to lose, but at least at least I want to see them be competitive be in nice. those ball games. It'd be nice to see some them do something with themselves, but we'll see what happens. Um, okay. Uh, this week they have the official, I guess they're going to have three against the Royals cause they have tomorrow's game too, right? Um, I, well, no, no, no. The uh, outline is written up as if we're recording the show on Saturday. Yeah. So but they two still, against the Royals yep. three against the Rockies. And then, uh, they're going to go to the South side for a loss game. Yeah, probably. Um, we're going to get, we're going to get to see our closer close on us. I'm going to say two wins again, Mike. Um, two. I don't think they win against the Royals. I don't think they, uh, maybe they can pull one out. Maybe one out against the Rockies and the, the, the sucks actually don't suck this year. So one. 
Yeah, I think they can win one each against the Royals and the Rockies. I think that's what I'm hoping for. Um, maybe good news or bad news, depending on how you see it. The Cubs are going to be in uh, the Field of Dreams game next year. They're going to make the uh, the, Reds. the race for third place in the division uh, matter for something? Yeah, um, I, I saw the news. I, I'm somewhat. I'm, I'm excited that you you get to see the Cubs in the game, but I didn't want to see this version of the Chicago Cubs in the game. Here's a question: Next year Wednesday, I get a t- I get a text message or I get my an email saying, "Hey, you can buy tickets. They're three seventy five a piece. Are you going?" I think we would be in a better financial situation, so I think yes. Okay, I think mostly I'm gonna go because I want to go, but oh, it's gonna be so tough. Not this year. I mean, you saw the promos when your promo when your players to advertise that you're gonna play in this game are Wilson Contreras and Jason Hayward, or Wilson Contreras and Patrick Wisdom. Ooh, I have a is question. That the look is that the look that you want to convey to? If Jason Hayward walks out into the corn, does he disappear like like James Earl Jones? I hope so. <laughs> Go towards the corn. Go towards the corn. Keep running, Jay. Hey, keep running. You'll get there someday. <laughs> I mean, the guy's a Hall of Famer. Like, isn't he? Jason Hayward? Yeah. No. You got to take all the time. You got to include all no. the time before the cup. No. No. Okay. Look I... at If you looked at his entire body of work and compared it to other Hall of Famers, He's not a Hall of Fame player. Okay, I I think it's I think it's close, but okay. Um, yeah. Okay, is the Band-Aid off yet? Can we go on to? Yeah, okay. we can go on. I just I'm let's start so... let's start let's start making some fast left turns, Mike. I want to go fast. Okay, so heading into the NASCAR corner presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Check them out in Moline, Illinois, or online at ebay.com. For all your sports memorabilia needs, they're the ones that got your back. So, Rich, the fantasy shout-out this week. Uh, I You get it, Mike. Did, did I? I got it? You got it. Wow, look at you me. You finished with the highest score, I believe, Mike. I did by forty by forty three points. It, yeah, it, that the the big wreck that's probably going to take up a lot of our discussion on the oh, talking about the Indy Road Course took out I think like three of my drivers. Good. And then Chase Bisco, my pick to win the race, got got a penalty uh, in that uh, in the overtime shootout, which knocked him back down in like in the low twenties for a place finish. So only like one of my drivers did well out of my entire lineup. Yeah. Matt DiBenedetto did well for me. Uh, Kyle Larson did well for me and Kevin Harvick did well for me. I'm okay with that. Um, so where do you want to start on this conversation? Well, let's tell the folks how our picks did. Um, AJ Allmendinger was your surprise winner. Yep. His win does not affect the playoff standings because he is not a full-time NASCAR Cup driver. So nobody got knocked out of the playoffs because an uh, an upset driver won the race. 
Um, Denny Hamlin clinched his playoffs, his spot in the playoffs because due to his point totals, he can't be eliminated even if two new drivers below the cut line win races in Michigan and Daytona. Okay. Um, but uh, my pick of Chase Biscoe came in 26 due to that last. Because he wrecked penalty. Denny Hamlin. Yeah. And uh, your pick of Kyle Larson came in third. Yeah. By the so, way, folks, I do need to warn you, we are in, we might have severe thunderstorms roll through, so hopefully we, I forgot to tell Rich that earlier, too. Oh, uh, that's okay. But Hopefully we'll beat the clock. So, uh, so Mike, that brings our total to 15 to 12 in favor of me, and you get, before we talk about the, um, the problems with the Indy Road, that the Indy Road course had, who is your pick for the Firekeepers Casino 400 at Michigan? Um, I am going to go with Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney, all right. I'm going to take Martin Truex Jr. Okay. Okay, that's a good pick. All right, Mike. So I mentioned that there was a big wreck. That took out like three of my fantasy drivers: Lugano, uh, Byron, and Kyle Busch. To I think to a lesser extent, he didn't make it out. He didn't. Uh, the wreck greatly impacted his his finish. So what happened there to the folks that probably didn't watch the race? Okay, so we were already having some problems, and we we had the whole day. The curb at I think it was ten, right? I think so. Um, for the purposes of our discussion, let's make it turn 10. Uh, uh, anyway, so they, uh, they were coming around and they were having problems. They had problems with it all day. Uh, in the, they, they had a wreck. They went into a green, white checkered situation, uh, going into that corner. So they cut the corner, destroyed a whole mess of cars. Like, 10 cars, I think, is what it was. Got actually... It was a lot. But Joey Logano took a hard hit yeah. into the into the tire barrier. It was... His car got messed terrible. up. So did Byron. Uh, cars went over this 90-degree curb that ended up multiple times throwing people flying through the air. Um, disastrous. Well, the curb that was the temporary curb that was in place actually started like broke off the ground. So what they, and, and these guys like it ripped oil pans off of cars that kept driving around the track, dumping oil everywhere. Um, did all sorts of stuff. They spent like 45 minutes cleaning this up, including taking the curb off of the wreck or off of that corner. Now here's, here's the thing. They've been having problems with it all day. They go to a green right checker. They go into overtime, and they wreck. They have probably the biggest wreck that I've seen outside of Talladega or Daytona. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I can see that. And at this point, in my humble opinion, they should have called that race right then and there. There is no reason to continue to have people sitting there that – they they know the corner's already dangerous. That's why they, they have the curb there in order to slow people down. That's why the curb was there. Because they knew that if they didn't have that curb, 
that corner was going to be so fast that it was going to be dangerous. So they put the curb there to slow people down. What do they do? They take the curb out and they leave this 90 degree angled piece that is now a ramp. And they start and they have another green white checkered. And you know what happens? People's now people now decide, well, that curb's not there. I can cut that corner a little bit more. That's what you got to do. They cut it a little bit more and you know what they start hitting? that 90 degree corner and they start ripping people pieces off of cars and they wreck again and nascar out of their abundance of wisdom stop the put the yellow out clean up everything again take another 45 minutes to clean up and send them around for a third green right checker this time they start wrecking again and they don't throw the flag they let them race the rest of that lap and the next lap. Can you explain to me what wisdom there is in any of this? I I can't. I mean, they did. It seemed like being. This is almost like the second new road course that's kind of had like the controversial finish. Yeah. Because this is almost leading back to our discussion on what happened at the end of Coda. How about the, the rain of, of why why did they keep running in the rain when yeah. when people couldn't see through even with windshield wipers yep. on they couldn't see yep why they keep running that way NASCAR you are failing in saying that you're doing it about safety because right now it's not about safety what you've been doing these both of these races have turned out to be unmitigated disasters and you need to check yourself before somebody gets hurt. So, 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 so instead of care, so what you're saying is that they just should have, once they removed the curb, it wasn't safe. Should have been the end of the race. They, they had said, they said after the race, we put that curb there because the speeds that they were carrying through that corner without it there were unsafe. Do you think the course should have had a backup curb like that to install? Maybe. That, that was the thing that surprised me. If you're going to have all these road course layouts, have something that you can put in place there that's either an exact replica or something that's close to it yep. to put up there in its place. Yep. I There's no excuse for this. There is no excuse for this. So, so, what, so do you think NASCAR will go back and have the road course layout? The NASCAR Indy? officials were, were defending what happened. They defended what happened. How you do that, I don't know. But they did. So, I I don't know what to say on that, Rich. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope that they don't go to the, the road course layout next oh, yeah. year. It seemed like a lot of drivers were unhappy to be racing on the road course layout because they think of... The Indy, the Indy Speedway is one of those crown jewels of NASCAR. It really is a crown, a crown jewel race that they want to win. It, it is the crown. It is one of the crown, the crown jewels. You have Daytona, you have Talladega, you have Charlotte, you have Bristol, and you have Indy. Those... I mean, I, I think it's nice. I mean, all right, try something new, because I think the race went. They, you saw the race went well when they when they put the Xfinity cars on the road course last year. 
So I could see why they wanted to try it with the cup cars. Yep. But maybe one thing to do for next year, if they're going to use the road course layout, maybe don't run the Indy cars, yeah. the Xfinity cars, and then do a cup race on the same day on Saturday, and then do a cup race the next day. Yeah. It was a terrible setup. It was a terrible decision. I think it was wrong in all aspects. Uh, NASCAR, you can and you should and you need to do better. So. Okay, Rich. Football season is upon us. Yes. Are you ready to discuss fantasy and potentially, uh, I guess... We cha- okay, you change, you push everything back. We're good. Okay. Yeah. So are so you ready? Before we get in, I am. So before we get into fantasy football, <laughs> make sure to join our NFL weekly pick'em game yep. that you can find over on Yahoo. You can find our group name and our password here in the description on the podcast page. Hey, are you able to make find... me a, a secondary uh, a secondary admin on that? Uh, not sure. Okay. I can try. Yeah, let me let me know real quick. I mean, we'll talk offline about yeah, that afterwards. Yeah. On that, you can find the group name and the password here in the descriptions on uh, Anchor.fm or wherever you're listening to our podcast on, as well as on our Facebook page and our fans of Balls and Sticks Facebook page, where you go to vote on our polls. We'll make sure to share that post again with everybody so you can find that information um over on the facebook so mike fantasy football yep we're both in a league together we draft on we draft on tomorrow night saturday night if you're listening to us on the in podcast land so where do you want to start this fantasy discussion mike by not giving you my picks let's hope that it doesn't come down to that yeah no i uh let's let's go with some uh i mean you you gotta start with the number one player in in the sports in general right like isn't that where you you always start at the top that's where i would think but last year you were saying the most important most position most important position in in fantasy football the titans i i still think that's a (laughs) i I still think that is an accurate statement whether you want to believe it or not it has its merits. It, it does. The the drop off for the second best tight end, and I'm going to say it's down to one. Maybe a, there might be a second out there, but the drop off is so much more than uh, than anything else. So, all right. So why not? Let's start at the tight ends. I wasn't going to start there, but if you choose to start there, yeah, let's uh, go for it. Um, okay. So I got I got to change the page I'm on and everything. So by all means, the number one tight end by a large margin, as there is a big drop off in production, is Travis Kelsey out in Kansas City. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That I'm not saying that if I had number one, I would go after Travis Kelsey. But if you were picking in the back half of the first round, I. I think Travis Kelsey, if if you want to build around a tight end, he's the tight end you build off of. Yeah, I mean your first round I, pick. Your first round pick is always the guy you're building around, right? Like that's 
Mm-hmm. It's the guy you think is going to get you, going to be the one that causes you to win. And if you're doing that, if you're if you think it's the tight end position, Travis Kelsey is your guy. If I, I I totally agree. But if you're going to use a first round pick on him, or maybe even a high second round pick, like if you like if you're picking in our league, Mike, let, let's use our league as an example. We play in an eight team league. Yep. So like if you picked Travis Kelsey either like in that seven six seven or eight spot, or chose or chose to take him on the snake on the turnaround in the second round, I would say that you almost have to have a plan for how you're going to fill the rest, fill your other roster spots because you're choosing to take a tight end instead of taking a more, maybe a more traditional approach to, to roster building and fantasy. That's all. Did we get somebody take over Tom's to go? Yes. Um, I haven't seen, I haven't seen, him joined the on the Yahoo page, but Nick did find somebody, um, and he was added to our Facebook page. Okay. We'll see. I we'll see if we are, if we still have a draft tomorrow night. I can't see where I'm picking. It has not been determined yet. Okay. Well, that's going to be difficult to figure out who I'm drafting then. Yeah. So I don't. So Mike. There is a little bit of a drop-off There's after a significant, Travis Kelsey. There is a significant drop-off after Kelsey. I guess. Okay. And and honestly, let's be honest, the number two guy, Darren Waller, right? Vegas. Yeah, I, I, like, I like Darren Waller from Vegas. I mean, I think you could either go George Kittle at that number two as the number two pick, too. Yeah. He's a little – there's some injury concerns there, but, but yeah, I, I think that – Waller is a bigger part of the Vegas offense than Kittle is in the in the Niners offense. Yeah, I I, I got to say Waller's number two on that list for me. Um, okay, and then after that, now this is where the drop off gets devastating. Devastating. So, based on last year's points, I believe this is what this is. Okay. It is almost a hundred points. To the next person. It, yeah, it goes. For, I'm sorry, it's not quite. It's, it goes from two eighteen to one thirty five. Okay. To the next guy, points wise. Now that's not who I'm gonna pick, because I don't think I don't buy the Green Bay tight end package. I don't. But my next pick would be Mark An- Andrews. Mark Andrews, okay. I, I kind of like T.J. Hawkinson out in okay. Detroit. I, 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 the reason why I put him do you is trust my, Derek my, Carr. My fourth, do you trust Derek Carr? Uh, no, uh, and and it's Jared Goff is the oh, quarterback Goff, in Detroit. That's right. I don't. But who else? Who else? Who else is he going to throw the ball to? I don't know. I, it's, it's a good question, but I'm, that's what that's what Detroit I'm is too much team. of a dumpster fire for me to put any anybody from Detroit on my team. That's what I'm going for. I, I'm thinking that if anybody is going to touch, going to be fantasy relevant in that Detroit offense, it's going to be Hawkinson. And with the drop off being so low, being so drastic, in my opinion, I think Hawkinson would be the guy to target if you choose not to invest a high pick. In Kelsey Kittle or Waller. Okay, 
Uh, number th- so you have you have Kel- Kittle as number two. Yeah, I put okay. Kittle at two. Okay, uh, I put Waller at two. I, my three was Mark Andrews. Your three was Waller, Waller. and then your four was TJ Hawkins. Yeah. My number four would be I, I'll give it to George Kittle. I really will. Um, okay. If he stays healthy this year, I'm scared about that though. I would I would not pick him up in the first three rounds. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think that's probably where he's going anyway. If you if you're going for a tight end, it, and it's not his name's not Kelsey or Waller. Personally, I would not go before the third round. All right. So who is that number five? So, folks, there's lots of names you can go after. My number five, and this is for me. This is my last chance guy. This is a guy that. After this, I really don't care who I get. Uh, my number five is going to be Jimmy Graham. Oh. Interesting. I put down Kyle Pitts, the rookie okay. in Atlanta. I, I like that pick. I like that pick. Um, so who are maybe some deep dive guy? Well, all right. Let, let's. Who are some guys that you're not that you would not draft in, in the tight end sphere? Rob Gronkowski. Totally agree. There's just too there's he's too old and there's just too many other guys to throw to and for on Tom top Brady of it, to work with. Look at look at Gronk's numbers. He had decent numbers for a tight end last year. But if you look at his history, he goes one great year, one terrible year. One great year, one terrible year. Not gonna be the Rob Gronkowski that he was last year. Yeah. I, I just think right now he's too you're counting on him to be in the lineup to get a touchdown. Yep. And if he doesn't get a touchdown, you're going to see a point total probably in the three or four point range. Yep. It's not going to be a worth. It's not going to be worth it for you. Don't touch Rob Gronkowski unless he's all that's left. That would be my, that would be my last pick. If I had like, I would pick guys that I, I would pick rookies. I would look even at Eric Ebram. Um, Ooh, I have before- even Ingram as a don't draft. Not the Evan Ingram, too... not Evan Ingram, okay, Eric Ebron. Oh, Ebron. Okay. Okay. From te- from Pittsburgh. Okay. I'd pick Ebron before I'd pick uh, Rob Gronkowski. All right. Another guy that I have, Zach Ertz. Yeah. Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, and Philly. Between, they just can't stay healthy. Can't stay Neither healthy. Neither of them can stay healthy. Who's throwing to him? Jalen Hurts. Do you trust him? I I don't trust. I don't trust. I don't know. Zach Ertz. I don't trust. Uh, he's a soccer player. I mean, he, he acts like a soccer player. He's hurt every time somebody gets breathes on him wrong. Right. I, I yeah. can't do it. Um, All right. So 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 you mentioned some maybe some top tier maybe some lesser guys after that in other tiers that you'd possibly draft to maybe either build depth or just stream from week to week. Who are those types of guys? You mentioned Eric Ebron. Who are maybe some other guys? I would. In your opinion. In my opinion, um, Logan Thomas out of Washington. Um, okay. Tight ends are, are tight ends are the, uh, the, the security blanket for quarterbacks. That's what, that's what we all, if you remember playing uh, Madden for all those years that we played it, Rich, 
that was one of the most common comments, whether it was actually Madden saying it or whether it was Chris Collinsworth saying it or whoever. Uh, one of the most one of the more common ones is tight ends are the security blankets for quarterbacks. And where are you going to need a security blanket more than in Washington right now? And he's good. He is. He can put up decent numbers for you. Yep. Um, maybe uh, I think two guys that I got that maybe keep an eye on. Tyler Higby. He's finally got a good quarterback thrown to him. And uh, Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Herb Smith in Ooh. Uh, Minnesota. Ooh, I Herb like Smith. that one. Yeah. Um, he could. Maybe even Cole Komet in Chicago. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Uh, you got to make sure... The problem with Cole Komet is he's the secondary tight end. He's going to be, you know, he's playing after Jimmy Graham. You disagree? I don't think so. I think that they invested a high pick in him, so they want to get him targets. I mean, they invested a high pick in a quarterback, too. Is he going to play the first snap? No. Okay. Well, let's get into that. Let's go over to the let's, quarterbacks. Let's Mike. go to quarterbacks. Okay. Um, your number – we're going to go through a top five. Rich, your number one quarterback is? Patrick Mahomes. Does anybody else have anybody else that they would pick as – like, honestly, he is worth a first-round draft pick. And he's worth one of the top five draft picks. I would argue he's worth one of the top five draft picks. I can agree with you that he's worth it. I I personally would not pick him in the first round because I think the quarterbacks are really deep and you can get a good quarterback even later in the mid rounds that can score you good points. If you are on a fantasy league and the first quarterback not taken is Patrick Mahomes, somebody made a mistake. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. Um, Who's your number two quarterback, Mike? Number. I know we're gonna disagree on this one already. So, because we talked, we talked pre-show. Who's you have two? him in number two. I have Mr. Josh Allen as number two. Yes. Rich. And here's why. Oh, because Rich. There's a good chance he could not only lead Buffalo in passing touchdowns and passing yards, but also rushing yards. And I. And quite frankly, Mike. Do you know how many points a rushing touchdown is versus a passing touchdown in our league? Yeah, it's true. Six to four. Six to four. It's true. In our league. I got one word for you, Rich. What's that? R-E-L-A-X. A-A-Ron. Okay. Relax. All right. I, I have Aaron Rodgers This there. boy is pissed off. Mm-hmm. And he's auditioning for a job wherever he wants to go. What he is doing this year is proving to the rest of the league he's already gotten it agreed upon that he's done after this year in Green Bay. He's gotten it. He's he's a free agent after this season. So what's he got to do? He's got to prove to the league that he is the guy you want. And I think it's already been proven but people are afraid that he might be getting old and he might not be focusing enough on football. So what's he got to do? He's got to come out and he's got to make this year. He's got to prove everybody wrong. He will be the number he will be the number 2 quarterback this season, mark my words. 
All right. I, I put A.A. Ron at number three. So not far off. You know, I have uh, Russell Wilson at number three. I like Russ. Okay. The thing is, are you going to get the Russell Russbrook before last year's bye week? Or are you going to get the Russell Wilson post bye week in Seattle? Yeah, that's a that's, great question. That's a tricky situation with a, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Are they going to let him cook and throw the ball and rush for touchdowns, rush for yards? Or are they going to want to, or is Pete Carroll going to pull in the reins and say, nope, we need to run the football? Yeah. We need to run the football and not take risky throw and play a conservative offense. Yeah, no, I totally get it. It's, it's a hard question, but I, I still think if they let him cook, He's the one. He is. I think he can. He can. He can go up against either Rodgers or Mahomes for MVP. I, I agree with that. So I I didn't put uh, Wilson in my in my number four slot. I put Kyler Murray there. <sighs> I have trouble putting Kyler putting anybody from Arizona up that high right now. Why is that? I just I don't trust him. I don't. Kyler Murray carried my fantasy team last year. You did, so that's why I have him up there. I think it could. I think he could do great. I really do. Uh, it doesn't mean it. I don't. I, he's in my. T- he is my number five. Okay. But you're not looking for number five. You're looking for number four. Number four goes to Baltimore's own. Lamar Jackson. All right. So I, I gave like you Lamar. That he he's number six on my list. Lamar Jackson. So I gave you my number five already at Kyler Murray. Who is your number five, Rich? Uh, that's where I put Russell Wilson. Okay, that's not a bad pick. Uh, my number six. So you gave us number six, which is your Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I am gonna. I'm going deep. Okay. You know I love this guy. You know I think that he has been underutilized for years. And now it's time to see and prove to the world how great of a quarterback he is, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I like Matthew Stafford. He he narrowly missed my list. I've kind of made like a secondary list for quarterbacks. I don't really have many sleepers. I don't think there are really sleeper quarterbacks, but maybe just great quarterbacks, but maybe, in my opinion, not top tier quarterbacks and Matthew Stafford is one of those quarterbacks I actually on have, my list so who is your number one who who are you not picking by any stretch of the imagination by the way I do request that it be a starter don't let it be don't no, say, no, of course don't pick Mitch Trubisky he's not starting he doesn't deserve to start you know one guy I, I might pick him I might pick him if other top quarterbacks are gone, because I think he could have a good season, but I wouldn't necessarily want to draft him over the other guys that we've already talked about. Dak Prescott. Ooh, yeah. He's coming off a really bad shoulder injury. Is he one bad hit away from getting re-injured and being out a couple of weeks? Or, and we haven't seen him throw. He hasn't even practiced. He He really hasn't been in any game action yet. The number one no pick starter that I'm gonna pick th- that I th- on my list, Deshaun Watson. Oh. 
You just said, oh, don't name a starter. He is a starter. No, I was saying pick a starter. Okay. Deshaun Watson's not a starter? No, I don't think he is right now. He's got too much legal trouble. He ain't going to be playing this he year. He technically is a starter at this point in time. If you're going to take that away from me, if you're going to take that away from me, I mean, Minnesota people are going to hate me. Don't pick Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is on my list as well. Um, I put Matt Ryan and Joe Burrow. I, to- I totally agree with Matt Ryan. Don't draft Matt Ryan. Uh, and, and I would draft say... I would, I would say draft him as a backup. Yeah. If you if you get a quarterback and Matt Ryan is your backup to where you see, all right, he he plays an easy team on on my bye week for my starter. Pick him up. But don't draft him as your number one QB. And the final person I will put on the don't draft list, Jared Goff. Yeah. I I, I would say Jimmy Garoppolo. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, so you said you don't have any sleepers, but you have guys that you don't think are top tier. Let's go. Tier or maybe that aren't, that aren't tier, top tier yet, but are going to give you great numbers. So I think that'll give you good numbers. Okay. Let's go with that. Who do you think that's going to be? The top of my list, Justin Herbert out in, out in, out in, uh, the chargers. I like that. That's actually my number two pick. My number one pick on that list of guys that I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way to get, but I wouldn't be mad about. I guess that's the best way for me yeah. to describe it. How about that? Mm-hmm. Josh Allen. Okay. I'm not I I'm not going out of my way to pick up Josh Allen. I think he's a great quarterback, but I don't think he deserves to be a top five quarterback. Um if he got if I got could get him in a mid round, I would I would think about it. Now, folks, you do also have to understand our league you can start two quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And that's where the money's at. You want to win, you got to play two quarterbacks. So, um, yeah, uh, another quarterback, another quarterback from that list besides Herbert, Ryan Tannehill. He's consistent. I was, that was going to be one of my guys. I was gonna, I was gonna. Tana Thrill is always good to watch. Um, what, what do you think about the situation in Denver? I don't like it. Okay, I don't like it. I wouldn't touch either of those quarterbacks. I could see that being a, I could see a quarterback carousel happening in Denver of riding, riding the hot hand. Quarterback by committee. Yeah. Which They're is riding the hot hand. Which is why you also don't pick anybody in uh, New Orleans. Yep. Don't pick. I a, would totally agree. It, don't pick anybody up in New Orleans. That's going to be. They're both going to be quarterback by committee for the foreseeable future. Don't right. do it. Do you trust Tom Brady? To repeat what he did last year, he would be on my. I'm not going after him, but if I'm in the third, if I'm picking a second quarterback and he's available, I'd think about it. Okay. If I'm if I'm picking a third quarterback and he's available, probably. All right, Mike. So the final thing that I have for quarterbacks: Do you consider drafting Justin Fields? No. 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 I I don't think he's coming in until mid mid season. So why would I draft somebody when I can pick him up? I, honestly, what's going to happen? We know who's going to pick him up, and there's a good possibility he picks up the Red Rocket as well. 
Oh wait, he's not on the league anymore. No. Sorry. We were thinking the same guy though. Yeah, we were. You were thinking we were. the same guy. Okay. But I mean, I I can see the only way that you would draft Justin Fields is if you have your two starter. You have your in our league because we play a flex, a super flex. If you have two starting quarterbacks yeah. that have a late buy, yeah, and you take a chance that Justin Fields will be the starter by the time those guys hit their bye week. Hundred percent. I can I can go with that if you think that's what it's going to be. I would wait, but we'll see. Okay. From quarterback, let's go over to the wide receiver position. Rich, okay. I think you and I probably agree on the number one. Let's see. Who Who is it for you? Tyreek Hill. No. Okay. Who you got? Devontae Adams. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. Who's the only receiver that a pissed off Aaron Rodgers trusts? Devontae Adams. I, you, you are correct, sir. You are correct. I don't. Hmm. I. Yeah, but but the league knows that, so I think they're gonna they're gonna try to hurt him hard. Uh, I still go with Tyreek Hill as number one. Okay. I, I I still do. Um, Devontae Adams is my number three, but my number two is Calvin Ridley. All right, my number two, Stefan Diggs I can't, Buffalo. After seeing what he did in in Minnesota and knowing how much of a prima donna he is, he has a quarterback that can light his world up. But I can't put him at number at, at a high number. I can't. Okay, and that's fair. So you said you had uh, you had Calvin Ridley at number two. No, Cal- yeah. No, yeah, Ridley no. at number two, Adams at number three. Um, I actually did not put Calvin Ridley into my top five or six. Okay. I just don't like the quarterback situation there in Atlanta to, to have him ranked that high. Yeah, it, it's scary to do that, but. I... So I put Tyreek Hill as my number three. Okay, that's a good one. All right, my number four, A.J. Brown out in, uh, out in Nashville. Okay, I like that pick. Um I am going to pick DJ Metcalf. Yep. All right. I, I got DK, DK Metcalf is my, my sixth spot. I put Justin Jefferson from Minnesota. See, I think and even... this is where I have trouble. There's two there. I don't, I, I think Kirk Cousins is great. I think he's going to do a great job with these guys. The problem is I'm afraid of a, there's injury questions with J- Justin Jeffries. I would have put Adam Thielen. In, Adam Thielen is my number six. Mm-mm. Adam Thielen is my number six. Uh, I got to go with Tyler Lockett. I will put two Seattle guys in the top five. All right. I put DK Metcalf there, but for me, I'm kind of – I kind of exercise caution when drafting the Seattle whiteouts, because there were times where Tyler Lockett put up some great games, but there for just as many great games as he had, he had a lot of duds to where he just disappeared and did nothing. Yep. Which is why I have Tyler Lockett on my do not draft as a guy. I'm not going to touch. I don't blame you. Reason. I really don't blame you for that. I think he's still going to do. I think he, he has the potential to put great numbers up. 
Uh, there is injury risk. You got to look out for that. Okay, Rich. Um, who? So that's your biggest not draft. Is he your biggest not draft? Or... I put Adam Thielen on that list as well. Wow. Because he gets hurt. Yeah. Yeah. He gets hurt. Um, he gets hurt. My and... number one don't draft is going to be Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Okay. Why is that? We don't know the situation with Dak yet. Okay. So that's the first problem. The second problem is he he has some injury question. And I just, there's something about it. Something about it this year. I don't think you go with Amari Cooper. Okay. That, that's fair. Sleeper um, pick. Uh, I, I, I got a couple other maybe okay. guys that I don't think I'm going to touch this year. Okay. Um, Michael Thomas in New Orleans because you don't know what the con- yeah. you don't know what what the quarterback situation yep. is going to be like. Yep, he's injured and he wants out of New Orleans. Um, I would say receivers. I don't necessarily hold the quarterback situation as bad as down there because they're still going to have to throw to those guys. And I think he, but the fact that he wants out so bad that says enough to me. So I would agree. Don't don't draft yeah. him. Um, Chris Godwin only because he burned me last year. Yeah. Not I'm probably not going to draft Chris Godwin this year. Okay. I, I yeah, that's a that's a fair point. Um I would say let's look Let's look at sleepers. Okay. How about CD Lamb? Yes, I said Bingo. That, what? Bingo. That's one of my guys too. I like CD Lamb. I think in a draft. I think he a he can fall. You can get him later in the rounds because he's not the number one. He's not the number one, but because he's not number one, he's not going to be the double teamed guy in most situations. Um, meaning he'll be plenty available to get yardage and make make good plays. So CD Lamb. Right. Yeah, he also put up good numbers with Dallas's quarter carousel of mediocre to bad quarterbacks last year yep so imagine what he could do with Dak prescott behind center yep okay the most overrated yet underutilized player in the league especially when it comes to fantasy the running back all right i, I didn't get the, i didn't give you the i didn't get it to give one of my sleepers oh so. i thought that was, i, I thought you were lamb. okay okay cd lamb was one of them terry McScorlin out in Washington. Terry McLaurin. Okay. Terry McLaurin. Okay. I watch out for him. I also like Brandon Ayuk from San Francisco. I like Brandon. I like Brandon a lot. So, okay. Let's look at running backs. There are a plethora of running backs to pick for your top five. There are. You could make a top 10 list out of this. You certainly could. Where are you going to start, Rich? He's – I think it's tough because I've almost been going between Dalvin Cook or Christian McCaffrey. So I think I would go with McCaffrey. Okay. I I, I was not going to pick McCaffrey. I was going to pick uh, Dalvin Cook as my number one. I've been going back and forth. I don't blame you. That's a hard pick. Um. So, number two, I have Christian McCaffrey, of, of course. 
I put Cook. If I'm going to okay. take McCaffrey one, I take Cook two. Um, Nick Chubb is my number three. I put Derrick Henry there. I like that. That, that was going to be – I was debating on Derrick or Nick, and I went with Nick because I think that Cleveland's going to need to run the ball more. Tennessee, we'll, we'll see what they end up doing. Um, but, yeah, Derrick Henry, great pick. Uh, you got to hope that he stays away from the, what, junior year, the, the third year slump. Mm-hmm. Are those miles that he put on in those first couple years going to start hitting on him? Uh, that's that would be my. That's the only reason why I did that difference. Okay. Only reason. Um, number. So that's number three for both of us. Who do you got for number four? I put Alvin Kamara here. Okay, I like that. That's actually where I was going to go. There could be a lot of dump offs, safety blanket passes yep. because nobody nobody's open downfield. So he, I wouldn't surprise me if he ended up leading the team in receptions. Yep, that's in a great, receptions and receiving yards. That's a great. That's a great call. Uh, I would say he would be a great pick for that. Um, so that was uh, your. That was my. Yeah, and then I, I put yeah. Uh, I guess Derrick Henry was my four. So Alvin Kamara is my number five. All right, my number five. I would go Jonathan Taylor out in Indianapolis. Okay. Um, I'm going to go, part of me says that it's home bias, but why not go with their, with, with, uh, David Montgomery? I would nab him maybe to maybe be a third running back to maybe okay. put into the flex on a weekly basis, but I would not want him to be one of my main starters. Okay. Who is your number one stay away from guy? My number one stay away guy. He just can't stay healthy, but Miles Sanders out oh, in Philly. Okay. Uh, mine is going to probably shock you. Zeke Elliott. Okay. Tell me why. I think if – I just something about this year to me, Zeke has been – he's been great, but something tells me don't, don't draft him this year. I don't have a great reason. I honestly don't have okay. a great reason. Just All something right. says don't draft him. Uh, he he seems to have a little bit of fumbleitis. Yep, he can't hold on to the ball at times. I don't think that Elliott is a first round draft pick anymore, nope. like he has been in years past. But maybe if you were to go wide receiver or tight end or quarterback in round one, and Elliott's available as your second round pick. I don't think that's a bad pick to go with Ezekiel Elliott. I don't know that I'm going to pick him, but okay. Who is your? Do you have more? Uh, do not pick. I picks? do. Okay. I, I do. Kareem I do. Hunt. I have a couple more. DeAndre Smith. Out okay. In Detroit. Okay. I James. I Bob, actually. I, I actually think I'm going to push back on on Smith in Detroit. Okay. And, and here's why. What's their quarterback situation look like? Jared Goff. What did Jared go when Jared Goff had a good season? What did they do a lot? They ran the ball. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that they're that smart up there in Detroit, but those guys in Detroit, if they were smart, what would they do to make Jared Goff a little bit better? They'd run the ball. They'd, run, they'd probably run the ball. And so that's why I I don't disagree. I don't like it as a great pick. I don't think it's a, I don't, I, he, again, he's a third round at, he's a third string running back at best. 
Yeah, I think he's. But I think I Yahoo has him ranked too high for like an average draft position. But I don't think I don't think personally he's a guy that you should sleep on if he's available in a in a late mid round. Okay. And so. the last guy I got, even though he he really did a great job for me last year, James Robinson out in Jacksonville. Okay. Um, if I'm... they hadn't drafted Travis Etemain yep. in the first round. James Robinson would probably be on my radar, but they complicated the running back situation by drafting Edamine for some strange reason. So that's what I'm not picking anybody in the Jacksonville backfield. Okay, I'm going to piss my wife off with my pick of my do not draft. Who? University of Northern Iowa's own David Johnson. Yeah. How many running backs they got now in Houston? I don't know, but it's not worth it. Don't get him. Whatever you do, don't get him. All right, Mike. So maybe who are some, maybe uh, if you chose to go after wide receivers or tight end, or if you took a non-running, a zero running back strategy yep. in the first two rounds yep. with your first two or three picks, yep. who are maybe some guys that you would target to get you some picks while you're trying to stream and maybe pick up guys that are in the hot hand off of the waiver wire or from the free agents pool. Mike Davis. Mike Davis. Okay. Yep. I think, um, I think people are going to be scared with Gurley and Davis kind of tandeming it. Um, All right. So I think he'll drop. I I think he should drop again to a fourth round. Probably. Look for him around the fourth round, but that would be my fourth, maybe fifth round even. So. All right. I have don't sleep on uh, Antonio Gibson out in Washington again. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I would even I would even say don't sleep on Melvin Gordon. I'm not sold on Gordon this year. No. Okay. There's a reason why they drafted Devontae Williams, younger kid to maybe take some of that. I think Denver could come into being a running back timeshare. Okay. And when I'm building a fantasy roster, I don't like to have running backs that are in timeshares. Okay. So we're at an hour, six minutes in our, in our live uh, feed. So we're going to go to a, uh, we're going to go to, to Mr. Irrelevant, the kicker. If you're going to pick up a kicker before the last round, you get one pick. Mm-hmm. Before the last round, who are you picking? Harrison Bucker. Okay. Um, I wow, that okay. Um, I was gonna go with Koo in Atlanta. Okay. Uh, I think I think the big problem in Atlanta is that they're not gonna be able to finish drives, and so he's gonna get mm-hmm. a lot of field goals, medium to long range field goals. He's got the leg to do it. He's got a dome. Why wouldn't you? To me, it just makes sense. I, I go with Butker because he plays in a high-scoring offense. Yo, that's where a, that's a good point. You're going to get a lot of PAT point after point after attempts, and he also kicks a lot of. He tends to kick a lot of 40 and 50-yard field goals. Okay, I so that's why I like Butker. If I'm not gonna, if I'm gonna pick a kicker in before the, the last before the last two rounds, it would be Butker. Okay. That's a that's a great that is a great call. Um, Along those lines, who would be your defense that you would pick up? You got to draft. 
in theory, you do have to pick a defense. Yeah. But in all reality, a defense is probably going to be something that you're going to stream throughout the year. Unless, unless you have the top defense. But there's, I don't think there's a runaway this year in a defense. Like there has been in years past. Um, if I'm picking before the last round, I'm probably going to pick up Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Okay. Yeah. I real, I still, um, I, I still really haven't done that much thinking on defenses, but a the one guy, the one team that just sort of stands out. Uh, the Washington Football Team. I don't. Yeah. I don't know why they they they're a good. They're a young defense. They're well coached. Um, but really, if I'm looking at a defense, I mean, look at you. Look at the look at their schedule for the first couple of weeks, because it's gonna take a while for you to probably yeah. for for a good body of work to form of whether all right, what's the next defense I should pick up? Yep. Or all else fails, go with who are playing the New York Jets. Yep. Or the Detroit Lions. Or the teams that are going to be bad this year. Just pick up the team that's playing them. Yeah. Okay, folks. Um, we are pretty much out of time. Uh, next week, tune in when we uh, discuss the Cubs still. We still will have the NASCAR corner. But next week's f- football is going to be uh, week three. That's going to be division and wild card winner predictions next week. Look for that. Uh, look for the poll to go live tomorrow at noon. Rich, people are watching us on Facebook, and they really just want to listen to our beautiful voices. Where should they go, and what should you know, they do? You can search for Balls and Sticks, the podcast, wherever you find your popular podcasts, uh, like on Apple, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and Anchor.fm. Yep. And uh, if you're listening to us, you want to watch us, but you don't use Facebook because you're too cool for that, check us out on YouTube. Uh, Facebook, or at uh, at the Balls and Sticks, the podcast page. Um, also, all the links are going to be in the descriptions down below, so look for mm-hmm. those. Um, and join join our pickup. We need more people to join that pickup. So... Join it. Yeah. And if uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to hit the bell and yep. uh, the big thumbs up. Give us a yeah. thumbs up. That you Let us know that you like the podcast. Yeah. We, that, we, that you like our show. Yep. We we need all those. And uh, give us a review on, on Apple Podcasts. That helps us get, that'll help us get uh, out there to more people. Folks, we appreciate everything. Rich, tell the people what it's time to do. It's time to roll the outro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich.